Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 11 to 1 Monday Motivation Motivation On LMFM Two brothers from Navin both took very different paths in life seen since leaving secondary school and both faced very unique struggles from ending up in the wrong career doing a job that just didn't inspire him to battling addiction. For Daryl at his lowest he would spend a week in his bedroom drinking and taking drugs but it took hitting rock bottom for him to realise he needed help and after spending time in a treatment facility battling his demons he's come out determined to help others. He, along with Brother Cormac, have created a series of wellbeing programmes aimed at secondary school uh, level students that I wish were in place when I was at school. It's called the Wolf Academy. I'm delighted to welcome back Cormac and Daryl Noonan for Monday Motivation. How are we doing, guys? How you doing, Sinead? How's things? It's great to have you back with us. I was so inspired by your story the last time we were on and I knew that we had to go into this a bit more for much needed Monday motivation today. But Daryl, can I start with you? Because you were involved in the tragic Navin bus accident when you were younger. This was hugely traumatic for you. Would you say that this was the catalyst? Was this the starting point for you ending up on on the road that you ended up on? Um... What I would say about that is it was definitely a turning point for me in terms of how I viewed life. So um, seeing how easily back then, how easily life was taken away, I developed a mindset of do whatever the hell you want to do and um, because life can literally end in an instant. Mm. Now, that's the kind of mind frame I get into. And I use that as looking back now, I use that as an excuse to do whatever the hell I wanted to do, regardless of the consequences. And um, then there was obviously all the emotion attached to it. Um, one of the girls in particular, I had been very close to at one point. Um, and I just didn't really know how to deal with that. And I I bottled everything up. I wouldn't speak about it. Um, and that led then to me just constantly wanting to escape my own thoughts because they started getting very negative and I couldn't understand a lot of the emotion, but I never tried to speak to anyone about it or anything. So it just developed into um, me, me escaping reality the whole mm-hmm. time. And then alcohol and drugs were the easiest thing to take you away from your own thoughts. And it just developed over time. Like that started back when I was still in school and mm, okay. over time that just progressively got worse now the, I, life was like it was up and down I had good times 
and but the low times were getting lower every time every time i go up i crash further and further down every time and i was finding it harder to pick myself up, to pick myself up it was taking it was taking a toll on me mentally um very badly and and in terms of you know t- talking about um you know not talking you know not reaching mm. out to people and stuff like that was it a case that you felt that being you know a man maybe that you know oh I can't talk about my feelings or what was kind of stopping you do you think from speaking out at that time it was definitely the thought of being judged or embarrassed even Mm. Um, embarrassment was a big one for me Um, I was embarrassed to to say those things to people Um, I couldn't bring myself to do it and I think a lot of men are like that and that's what I try to get across to the students we work with we did a workshop there with some TYs and it's about expressing yourself. Um, this is what I was trying to get across to them this morning was yeah. about expressing yourself and not bottling up that emotion um, and not being afraid of how you're going to sound. So it's just, if I hadn't known back then who to, that I could just speak to anyone, you know, um, there wasn't much that I remember back then about people talking out or advising you to talk out. Like I just... From my recollection, there wasn't much, so mm. um, it kept in. And yeah. and in terms of you know, when I say you you hit rock bottom, what did rock bottom look like for you before you decided to seek help? Um, now that one, there was a lot of moments where I thought I'd hit rock bottom, mm. but I allowed my mind to convince myself that that like the demo moments weren't even that bad, and that's why I kept going back doing what I was doing. Um, it was my own mind convincing myself that um, I had a grasp on everything now, you know, and this was all without trying to sort anything out. So when I hit that rock bottom, it was it was one particular day um, and I s- still had to talk about this sometimes. Take your, take your time. Yeah. I know it's extremely difficult, Daryl, absolutely. And yeah. I, I really appreciate your, your bravery because it's not an easy thing to do. So you, feel free to reveal as much or, or as little as you want. I don't yeah. want you to feel any pressure in regards to that. Oh, no, no, I know. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I need to tell this story because it needs, I need to tell it truthfully. There's no point mm. in telling half the story, you know, like if, I, if I'm trying to get my point across, you know, yeah. um, on the importance of like expressing yourself and so the one particular time for me was um one morning when i woke up and it was a saturday morning i remember very well and my mind was racing i'd been drinking the night before and um once i started that cycle of the drink i I, like of drinking i couldn't i found it very hard to pull myself out of it until my body itself couldn't keep going so like when it was only one day in like there was no way I was going to stop. There was a, my body still had a lot more to give. Mm. And, but my thoughts, my thoughts would be racing. So I needed the alcohol or whatever it was to suppress that down, to like quieten that inner voice that was like screaming at me, telling me how useless I was and look at you're back here again. But I wanted to quieten that as quick as I could. And there was no way for me to get any alcohol or anything at this time because it was so early in the morning. So I got... I got a, a notion in my head to go to a bottle bank because I knew that people would always leave a little bit in the end of a vodka bottle or the end of a wine bottle or whatever it was. And in my head, I was like, maybe if I can drink enough of this and um, drink enough of those, like I'll, I'll get that nice calming feeling that I used to get from it. 
and it was quiet and all them voices down. So I did that. And what messed, the really messed up thing about that was after that when I was sitting there and I got that little slight rush of calm. That's the way I can describe that. And um, the messed up thing was I wasn't thinking about the sit like the what's the word the, like how messed up that situation yeah. was so mm. I can't think of the right word for yeah. it um, that I can say on the radio yeah. but um, so instead of thinking that I was sitting there wondering how I hadn't thought of doing this before and with that thought came into my head then I was like okay this is this is not right you know and I went back home and I ended up spending like you said I spent about six seven days in my room like wallowing in this and drinking and drinking and like I'd be screaming at myself in the mirror got to a point where I was physically like physically beating myself up I'd be punching myself in the face and I know this this sounds very crazy but mm. it this was such a build-up of over 10 years of this stuff and it was all coming to a point now where it was just becoming too much I actually thought I was going crazy and um at the end of that I was like, I'm going back to treatment. I'm sorting this out. Like when my body, like I said, my body gave up at the end of that. Yeah. I could barely talk. I could barely walk at, by the end of that um, particular episode. Um, my body was just shutting down. So it was like, I'm either getting help or I'm going to die in this room. Like it's as simple as that. And I think it, for me, I'd hope that, I'd hope for other people that they would not have to get to that point. And that's what I want to try to help people with, that they don't need to get to that point to try turning things around. For me, that's what happened to me and that's just the way it is. But and you wanted to prevent that. And and Cormac, mm. I have to bring you in on this because this must be hard for you to hear this, you know, and for your family to witness Daryl going through all this. What was it like for you guys when he was in the grips of all of this? Yeah, it's still hard to hear sometimes mm. what he went through and I suppose I, I wanted to maybe try help but I, I suppose it was Daryl's journey that we could be there to support him, but until he wanted to help himself, we couldn't really do much for him, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think that's just something in general. Um, yeah, that's that the key thing. Yeah, about yeah, this. I've, yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Help someone that wants to help themselves. But um, yeah, for us, it was very hard. Yes. Um, obviously, it was hard for Daryl, but mm. I suppose it was just hard seeing him um, going down that path, especially we would have been good friends and we were younger, myself and Daryl. And... I suppose we drifted apart then mm. through our teenage years, you know, just and just with everything that gets rivalry and then everything yes. with the, the drinking and stuff. And I suppose we had a lot of fights and stuff like that. But <laughs> um, it was hard for me to watch because I, I knew how much potential he had deep down. Mm. And uh, I knew that deep down he was a really good person and that he was doing these things out of pain mm. rather than out of badness if that yeah, makes sense so of course, I knew yeah. I could see that he was in pain and I didn't really know how to help him so I suppose it was kind of sorry to see him go through that but also at sometimes you'd be angry with what he did mm, of course he, it's just kind of realising that he's going through pain and I suppose it's like a lot of people I suppose do things bad things because of that pain and mm. it's facing facing that pain I suppose and now looking at him like how far he has come after hitting rock bottom like I'm just proud of him for all he's all he's done over the last couple of years and like it's a pleasure to I suppose have my brother back um, 
and be working alongside him. So Oh, it is. And it's fantastic to, to hear that the bond is very much strengthened again. But, you know, Cormac, you were lost at yourself a little bit as well. You know, you very much struggled at school. You ended up down the wrong path career wise, didn't you? Yeah, so I won't say I struggled at school. I was actually mm. quite good in school. Mm. Um, but maybe that was the problem. I, I thought I knew what I wanted to do with my future when I was in school. I was mm. very, very focused on um, doing well. And I was good at maths and business and subjects like that. And then I was looking at my future. I was like, right, where, where are the jobs? And I saw that IT was up and coming. So I went on and studied in Trinity. And um, after that, I got my degree and then worked in Accenture in one, one of the world's biggest IT companies. And I thought, oh, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Since I was young, I always had this idea of working in a big company. I thought that's that would be great. And then I got there and I realized I actually hated it. So yeah. I was kind of like that moment of realization where I was like, oh, I'm after spending all my years working hard to get to this and now I'm miserable. So uh, I suppose it was... Um, part of it I suppose was probably I was listening to my logical mind maybe mm. too much and not listening to my intuition or what my heart really wanted I was kind of ignoring that and I was just thinking what's the best job or what's going to make me the most money or what will make me look successful in the eyes of everyone else because I, I think a lot of my drive to succeed probably came from a lack of um, love for myself I felt like if I achieved things then I'd be worthy of love or um, people would maybe recognize me and I, I struggled a lot with like low self-confidence when I was mm. younger and I suppose maybe that was part of it it's like if I achieve a certain amount of things maybe I'll feel that sense of confidence that I just don't feel at the moment so and then when I finally did achieve what I thought I wanted as I said I was unhappy and then I realized um, I'm gonna have to do something different so it took me a while to quit though I stayed there for like two years wow okay even though I suppose it was so comfortable like the money was good mm. it was I was up in Dublin I was like enjoying the social side of it um, the work was kind of easy for me at the time whatever the projects I was working on so it was like there was no incentive to push me out and I think that's nearly worse at times because a lot of us kind of stay in jobs. We well, don't this is it. We get settled. Because, yeah. And, yeah. And, you we know, don't hate them enough to quit either. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Cormac, I just want to pick up on something that you said there because it really has resonated with me. And I know that an awful lot of people, it will resonate with them as well. This idea of I must achieve this level of success and then I'll be worthy of love like that to me is heartbreaking hearing you say that. You know, how did you, so you have this light bulb moment then where you go, okay, this is not the career I want. I have to get out of this. Have you now kind of begun to love yourself for just who you are and not the success? Yeah, so I think how that happened, I suppose, was I went, during my time in Accenture, I, because I felt so unfulfilled, I remember I started noticing homeless people on the street and I was like, someone should like help them I was, mm. like, I was in Dublin city centre and I was like well maybe I can do something so I myself and my friend Marty um, skipped the 12 pubs of Christmas one one year in 2015 and we bought pizzas for the homeless lads on the street and a few women as well on the street and we just went around and chatted with them and yeah. listened to their stories and see tried to see how we could help them and I suppose what that showed me was that everyone is important and well, I kind of that's that's kind of the belief I had. I was like, mm. well, why are these people suffering when I have everything? I have all the money and the, these nice 
suits and wearing to work why are they suffering so i was trying to go back to that um seeing people as equal and we should all help each other and then i suppose then after that i still knew i needed to work on some stuff myself so after a couple of years then after the two years i went to canada with one of my best mates teen and we just traveled for two years and kind of enjoyed myself and got yeah. to know myself better and i tried loads of different jobs and i remember working as a as a doorman in an irish pub and i was like i remember i used to actually joke to people in work when they'd hold the door for me i say oh you'd make a good doorman someday <laughs> and then i thought it was funny that i actually was working as a doorman so yeah i suppose people didn't really treat me with that much respect a lot of the time like mm. when i was working on the door so like people spitting in your face and calling wow. you all sorts of names when you don't let them in so i was like it was great for me to remember working in these different jobs um that i'm not my job i am just an individual so there's no ego attached to any accomplishments and i think that's so that's important as well just getting to know yourself separate from what you do for a living because that's yeah. not who you are who you are is your character yeah um it's not your reputation or what people think it is how well, you treat other people and stuff like that is more important. Absolutely. But let me tell you that your reputation and who you are is definitely married into this job that you're now doing. And I know you both don't think of this as a job at all. But tell me about Wolf Academy, because as I mentioned before numerous times, I wish this was available at, at school. How did the idea for this come about and the collaboration with uh, with Daryl? Yeah, so I, th- I remember when I was in Costa Rica, just I was still traveling at the time and Daryl rang me and he was after going through all this treatment and he was saying he wanted to do talks in schools to inspire young people and help them not go down the same path he did. And I, I couldn't believe it when he rang me because I was like, oh my God, I had the same idea. I was like, I want to do talks in schools about following your intuition and becoming who you want to be. Um, and then we were like, well, we might as well just do it together. So we decided to team up then when I got home and we started doing talks in schools and then the pandemic came along and we had to not re-navigate our path so we said we'll come up with some online courses so we linked up with six other people who are experts in different areas of well-being and we came up with these eight well-being programs and yeah we've basically been working on them for the guts of a year now nearly and they're going they're so well. Schools. Yeah, you're, you're doing yeah. so well with this. You just got off a workshop, as you mentioned before, before yeah. we, we, we came on. So if I could go back in time, Daryl, maybe if we could go back in time, you know, and have a yeah. chat with, with young, you know, yourself, say, who's going through um, this trauma, you're turning to alcohol and drugs, you're going into the bo- bottle bank, you're drinking out of bottles. You can't change anything and I don't think you would want to change anything about your story, but you could impart some words of advice to that Daryl. What would you like him to know? Yeah, like you said, I don't regret anything now because it's got me to where I where I am. So that was that was my journey. And um but if I could say give some advice to my younger self, it would definitely be to express my emotions. Because it was just such a huge thing for me was to bottle everything up. Mm. Um, and things would come out then when I would say under the influence of things and it would come out in nasty ways as well. So like, um, yeah, that'd be one thing would be express myself. Like, um, 
let the emotions out, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, whether it's joy, just let it out, you know? Because mm. um, if, if you keep pressing things down, keep pressing emotions down, you become depressed. So we need to express them, you know, like exit, express. So that's what I would say to myself and also to talk to to someone, no matter who it is. Um, and if I, do, if I didn't, if I didn't want to talk to someone, I could have wrote, um, got a journal and wrote my thoughts out on a journal because just to get them out of your body, whether by talking to someone or whether by journaling, writing down, um, it gets it out of your mind and you can look at it then for what it is, if it actually is important. Like um, a lot of things manifest, I find, when they're kept inside your own yeah. head. So getting them out, whether it's onto a piece of paper or whether it's to a friend or a teacher or a parent or a stranger, um, makes a huge, huge difference. And the last thing that I would tell myself would be to throw, like when opportunities arise to, to throw myself into them, like mm. I think good opportunities. A lot of the time I would have taken the safe route and if someone offered me something, like say um, a job when I was younger or um, offered to take me or like to anything really yeah. I would my logical mind would kick in and be like oh you better not do that in case of this or um, you won't be able to do that in, because of this I would just throw myself into things because it's the only way that you learn and grow like as like coming onto the radio here today um, when you asked us to do that like mm. just throwing myself into all those opportunities and not worrying about the the risks if it's if it's a good thing you know um that is one thing I would say to myself. Just try things. That's so good. great advice. There, yeah, yeah, no, no, fantastic. It's great advice. And I'm getting so many messages, by the way, of support. And, uh, you know, very, a lot of people very much appreciating you sharing your story mm. and what you have to say. So a lot, lot of love coming in on the on the messages. Thank you so much once again for taking the time to, to chat to me. I wish you both every success with Wolf Academy. And thank you for bringing us much needed Monday motivation today, guys. Thanks very Thanks much, Sinead. Thanks, Thanks for a million. Not at all. Cormac and Daryl Noonan, wolfacademy.ie. Okay, that's where you'll find all the information on all the different courses that they're doing. And if you missed any of this, I will podcast our Monday Motivation. You can find it at lmfm.ie. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 